Hello and welcome to Japanatron. My name's Dave Pavlina, and Japanatron is a podcast about、uh, life in Japan and Japanese culture. Let's get started.、Uh, today's topic I want to talk about restaurants. Now, every country's got restaurants, so really, what's so special about、uh, Japan's? Well, you know, their food is awesome, as most people know.、Um, but I'm just going to kind of、uh, point out some things that I've noticed are different, are really cool、um, about Japanese restaurants in general. Just kind of discuss from there. One quick note I want to I bring up before I begin is I'm probably going to cuss a lot, okay? You know, I was thinking about this. It's just, it's just who I am, you know?、Um, it's just who I am, and it feels good. So. Um, you know, I put the explicit tag on these, so, you know, if you have a problem, you know, stop listening. It's fine. But, you know, it just, this is just who I am. <laughs> I'm so sorry about that. Okay, restaurants. Let's, let's go. I, I want to talk about fast food.、Um, first of all,、uh, the Western fast food. You know, you know, we got the Burger King, we got the Wendy's, we got the Krispy Kreme, we got the McDonald's, all that shit is here.、Um, and I consider it actually kind of a Western disease. Like, Ah,、oh, shit. Don't come here and peddle your, your, fatty, your fatty, sugary shit that's just going to make us all fat. You know, and I love it when one closes down or something、um, and、uh, it's got to go because I'm like, yeah, fuck yeah, Japan. You did it right. You did right. You know, because they're just going to poison us with their sugary, fatty shit. So. I'm not really a big fan of the Western stuff because, you know, I, I didn't move to Japan to have McDonald's. <laughs> you know, I, I don't want to see that shit here, you know. But I understand, okay, it's popular in, you know, in every other country. Sugary, fatty shit, you know, tastes so good. You know, it's an addicting, you know, junk food that, you know, it's going to be successful in any country, even Japan. So I understand why it's here. I just have to deal with it. This stuff comes and goes, okay? You know, the big guys like McDonald's are here, but there's a funny story about AW, I guess. I don't know if that one's still around. But Japanese people considered、um, root beer to taste like a bandage, like a band aid. So it just never, it just never succeeded in Japan, and、uh, they, had to, they had to close them all up. So I think that's kind of cool.、Um, and they do this thing that's kind of funny,、um, and this is not just the Western fast food restaurants. A bunch of, you know, ones do it, but. In particular, like some kind of bullshit from New York, you know, like I don't know, Cinnabon or one of those niche ones, like ice cream with cookies in it, you know, oh, from New York, oh, look at, you know, it's so fucking popular in America, now you gotta have it. They'll do this thing called、um, Sakura, and this translates to Confederates. And I'm sure other countries do this, but it's a PR thing. They'll open a Krispy Kreme, for example, and there'll be a line running all the way down the street, you know, like a three hour line for a fucking donut, okay? And Sakura Confederates, they're paid to be there. And I swear they're doing that, okay? Because no person in their right mind is gonna wait three hours for a fucking donut. It's a fucking donut! You know, it's, it's sugar and it's, it's fat and whatever. It's not like the donut has, you know, 
is, is going to make you hallucinate. There's not like weed in there or mushrooms baked in there. Okay, it's a donut. Like, if you were waiting, if there's a long line for like, uh, you know, a gangbang to like bang a, uh, a popular porno star, I could totally understand that. That would be a justified line. But like a three-hour line to buy a donut or people camping out? <laughs> Come on, man. That's got to be paid. I mean, I, I got to give Japan and I got to give people in general more credit than that. But hey, I don't know. I would never wait in in a three-hour line for a donut. <clears throat> I would never wait in line for a donut, period. Um, but hey, I don't know. People are different, right? So I swear that the Sakura thing is going on, though. Okay, so you, to this PR thing. Um, the other point I want to bring up about Western food is uh, I see more fat high school kids around these days, and I think that's kind of fucked up. You know, like, girls wear these short skirts, and they got these fat, chubby, fat and chubby, both, uh, like, pasty legs, and it's just really, you shouldn't be wearing that short skirt. Um, if you're going to chow down on the McDonald's and the Krispy Kreme like that. So, man, I hope, I hope they open their eyes. Um, and I'll give you an example of opening their eyes, which is pretty awesome, is McDonald's. Final point about Western fast food. It's, of course, here, but actually they have been having problems. Um, I've seen a number of them close, um, mostly in business, kind of business-heavy areas. Um, and a friend of mine told me, and, of course, you know, I've, I've done no research on this at all. So this is just someone, someone's told me this. It's how scientific this research is. Um, but this guy told me, people will buy like the 100 yen premium coffee and then just sit there for hours. Um, they won't buy the fries or the food, you know, the stuff that really generates the big profits. They'll just buy like this 100 yen coffee and then take up space in their, in their store. Um, so that's, he said that's the reason the number of them have closed. And, you know, I've, it kind of makes sense because the ones I've seen close have been in, like, like I said, the business economic districts. The residential districts probably have more of people, you know, that the dad goes and buys, like, a big meal and then just hauls it home. You know, so those McDonald's are probably safe from that 100 yen coffee effect. Starbucks, you know, of course, is here and doesn't suffer, I think, from that since they charge you, like, 800 yen for a coffee. You know, that's their business model, just like ridiculously overpriced drinks. So they don't really care if you sit there for hours because you just spent like 10 bucks on like something that cost them like a dime or a nickel. So, um, yeah, that's their business model. So they're safe. Okay, so that's Western fast food. Let's talk about Japanese fast food. Probably the biggest and most well-known is Moss Burger. And I, I kind of have a problem with Moss Burger. And let me explain. It is awesome. It, it, it tastes wonderful. Um, my problem with Moss Burger, though, is I need like four or five of them. <laughs> and I'll be out like, like 2,000, 3,000 yen by the time my stomach is full at Moss Burger. So that's my problem. It just doesn't fill me up. Uh, yeah, I know you're thinking I'm a pig American, but Moss Burger is really the Japanese sentiment, uh, sentiment about quality over quantity. Okay, it's a it's a typical Japanese, you know, type of thing in their culture. Um, and that's great, but for fast food, what the fuck? Why are you doing this? I, I, I want a big, cheap piece of shit to stuff in my mouth and fill me up. Okay, and you don't get that. 
at Moss Burger. You get something small and very delicious and expensive. So my thing, my saying about Moss Burger is you leave there with an empty stomach and an empty wallet. So that's Moss Burger. That's all I'll say about that. The other place I want to bring up, and there are some other Japanese fast food places, but I I really got to bring this one up in particular, is um, First Kitchen. And for the the longest time, I don't know if it's First Kitchen or Fast Kitchen. I don't know, because it's written in uh, Katakana, and I don't know what they're trying to say. I think it's First Kitchen when I see it written in Romaji. Um, This place is fucking heaven. It is heaven on a plate. Um, They will serve you a heart attack. They will serve you a heart attack. They serve it with a side of defibrillator so that you can jumpstart your heart back to life after you finish this meal. Um, It is heaven nonetheless. Um, While I'm eating their meals, I see like the white light, you know, the tunnel, you know, to the afterlife. And there are like angels floating around my head, coaxing me into the afterlife. And I can feel my heart just like slowly puttering out as I'm biting into this stuff. And let me explain. The, my favorite one in particular is this um, double bacon egg cheeseburger. Okay, so we got two patties, two all beef patties, double cheese, bacon, and an egg, and then like other little condiments. Okay. Um, I don't know how cl- how much closer to heaven you can get than that. It is amazing. Not only this, but they serve their fries. Now, you know, they always say McDonald's fries are the best, and, and I got you got no argument from me on that, but they make a damn good attempt, a really valiant attempt at kicking some at kicking some French fry ass at first kitchen. They give you these these flavored shaka shaka fries. They put them in this paper bag, and you got these various flavorings you can choose from like barbecue or consomme, which is, I guess, the French onion soup, and um, all these heavenly things, and, like, like fresh tomato and these, like, really random flavorings, the kind of stuff you would find maybe in Pringles potato chips, you know, pizza maybe even. Um, These are heaven as well. And not only that, they take it to the next level, just to be sure, 150% that you will die after eating this. Then they got... Um, these sauces that you can just help yourself to. And I'm not talking just like mayonnaise and ketchup. They got like this garlic mayonnaise and this fish egg mayonnaise. <laughs> mayonnaise is great, right? Man, that just that just ensures the heart attack. Um, and the fish egg mayonnaise sounds nasty. It's the mentaiko mayo. Um, it, it is heaven. You got to try it. Get over your fear of fish eggs. And they know what they're doing with this. And what you do is you just, they give you these little cups and you just pot, you just squeeze that, that fatty, <laughs> that fatty sauce in there. Feel free to just mix the two together and you dip your like overly salted fries in that and you just, it's just heaven. You know, in some cases I just want to, I just, you know, stick my finger in the sauce and just finish it all up because it's, it's amazing. And, um... I finished this thing in like a whole 30 seconds, and <laughs> I feel so bad, so guilty, what I've just put in my body, but oh my god, it's heaven. It's amazing. The funny thing, the last thing I want to say about First Kitchen that's really kind of funny to me is there are healthy options there. They have they have like pasta and like, I think some salads, I think, um, but why? I mean, really, what's the point? 
what? You don't go. You don't go to McDonald's for their salads, <laughs> the mixed salad, and you don't go to First Kitchen for their like healthy pasta thing. You know, I don't know. I guess they're trying to um, sell and appeal to the the female crowd or whatever. Like, oh, I like First Kitchen, but I don't want to have the double bacon egg cheeseburger right in front of my boyfriend. You know, he can see me inflate like a balloon. You know, as I eat it. So, uh, First Kitchen. God bless you. I, I do love you. I, I'm not getting paid for this. So, hey, First Kitchen, if you want to hook up some kind of PR deal, I am totally all ears for that. Because um, I will gladly promote you, which I, I think I just did. Um, okay, the last little thing I want to bring up. Uh, we talked about fast food, Western fast food. We talked about Japanese fast food a little bit. Um, the last one I want to get into is family restaurants. Okay, now this is the shit. I love these. Um, they are cheap, um, so obviously they're popular, really popular with like college students, and um, you know people on low incomes, and people like me, cheap assholes like me. Okay, because I don't want to spend that much on food. Um, and one in particular, I'll bring up is Salzaria. I just bring that one up because it's it's probably the one that's closest to my house. But there's other ones like Denny's and Gusto or whatever. Um, they all follow pretty much the same um, business model. Same paradigm here. Yeah, work the word paradigm in. Yeah. Paradigm? Oh, paradigm. That's the way you pronounce that. Shit, my English teaching days are over, huh? Okay. Um, Solzaria and other family restaurants. Here we go. Um, they they got this thing. They And a lot of restaurants do this. A uh, little point about this. They got a button on the table, usually. And you just press the button. And the dude or dudette comes to serve you. And I love this because there's no like hollering, you know, like, hey, excuse me, you know, because in Japan, they don't really do the thing that we do in the West. I'd say in America, I don't know if you guys do this in Europe or whatever, or Australia, but the, the, the waitress or waiter will come, the server for the politically correct term uh, will come and be like, hey, I'm Cindy, uh, I'm gonna be your server, uh, can I get you started off with some, you know, jalapeno poppers, or, you know, you know, some drinks, you know, and they'll come back, and you're, you're chowing down on your, your meal, and they're like, hey, it's Cindy again, just checking in on you, how you guys doing, I'm like, yeah, I'm fine, I'm fine, it's cool and all, you know, they're checking up on you, and that's important, you know, maybe you need some more water or something, um, but, these these Japanese family restaurants solve that problem with technology. They just put this um, they just put this button on the table, and you ding it, and then the person's gonna come. So you don't have to deal with hollering, and you don't have to deal with you know right as you take a massive bite of your double egg bacon egg cheeseburger. Um, you don't have someone like in your face asking you if you want something. So I love the button on the table thing. Uh, let's talk a little bit more about Solzaria in, in particular. And again, this is something that's probably across all most if not all the family restaurants in japan they got all you can drink drink uh they call it a drink bar um all you can you know all you can drink free refills served yourself now most i'd say a lot of restaurants in uh the u.s have this but in japan it's it's kind of rare to find free refills uh which kind of sucks sometimes but the family restaurants almost all do um which is awesome um, the one thing I, I hate that they do, which is kind of bullshit, is they give you a small cup. The, the cups are usually small, and they'll put the drink bar, like, w like outside, <laughs> like, around the corner, you know, so you gotta, like, walk, like, a kilometer to get there. 
they they do that shit on purpose, you know, of course. So fuck you for that. But <laughs> fine. It's, you know, free refills. You just got to put in the effort. Um, the best thing about this, though, is the cost performance, bitches. It is amazing. Okay. Um, Salzeri in particular has this deal going on. <laughs> I've, I've partaken in this many a time. It's something like a 250 milliliter carafe. I guess they call it that. Like a pitcher of wine, which is about two glasses for under um, 190. It's like 190 yen. So it's like under two bucks. And I think the 500 milliliter one, like the half a liter of wine, is I think it's I think it's like 300 yen maybe. It's just really cheap. That's like four glasses of wine. Um, but the thing that tops it all, I think it's like 900 or a thousand yen for one and a half liters of cheap wine. Okay, and they just give you this giant ass bottle of their shitty house wine. Okay, which is potent. It's cheap wine. It tastes like something like like that they served to Jesus when he was on the cross. Um, that's how cheap it is, but it gets you drunk, okay, and the cool thing about it is they give you this giant-ass bottle that you just share, you know, with the table, and you just keep ordering more of them, they're only like 10 bucks for this thing, and you get God knows how many glasses out of this thing, and the cool thing is, is they say you can take it home with you if you want, so you can be walking down the street after you finish your meal at the family restaurant, you're already trashed, on their cheap wine, and you could be swigging out the wine with your buddies, like a, like a group of pirates. So that's the awesome thing. So, I mean, you leave there, the wine is, is definitely cheap wine, don't expect much for that price at a restaurant, but you stumble out of there thinking, like, holy shit, we all just had dinner and got super drunk at this diner, of all places, this brightly lit diner. You know, not romantic or, you know, there's no, there's like zero, you know, like ambiance in this place. Don't expect that, okay? It's a diner. It's a Denny's. You just got drunk at a Denny's and you had a meal for like, for like 500 to $8 to 800 yen a person, okay? Like five to eight bucks a person, okay? And that to me is what's awesome about the Japanese family restaurants is that, you know, you're a student, you're on a budget, you're a cheap asshole like me. Um, yeah, I mean, you just fed your whole family, and mom and dad got trashed out of their mind, uh, for like, like, like 12 bucks. <laughs> so yeah, God bless you, J uh, Japan, and your restaurants, with your little, cool little things you do. Um, I love you guys. Very good. Um, all right, uh, that's it for this episode. If you want to follow me, or rate me, or whatever, all that bullshit, Feel free to do so. I'm at uh, japanatron.com. That'll take you to my main site, mondaiji.com. And I got all the little button links, you know, the Twitter and the Facebook and the uh, uh, the iTunes and all that shit. You know, please rate and review. Oh, YouTube, I'm on as well. Uh, rate and review, you know, it keeps me uh, motivated to keep doing this stuff. Um, so, yeah. Um, take care. And you have a you have a very good, nice, you have a very good, nice day. All right. Toodles. Network. 
For more shows, visit comedypodcastnetwork.com.